Hey friend, I'm Robin May and a few of the professional hats that I wear includes being a transformational speaker, a life coach, and a licensed therapist. And personally, well, I'm a wife, a mommy to three girls, and a pastor's wife, just to name a few. Girl, I'm over here doing all the things while trying to stay in shape and keep my skin clear. But the truth is, I don't want to be known for being busy. I think that's a scheme that somebody set up. No, I want to be known for living a life that is in perfect alignment with what God intended. And I want to help you do the same. So it's with that in mind, I'd like to welcome you right here to Intentional Conversations with Robin May and friends. Over here, we're creating a safe space to have real conversations with real women on real topics. This is a judgment-free zone where we can be vulnerable and honest and curious about our lives so that we can elevate not just what we do, but who we are. So if any of that resonates with you, again, welcome to our safe space. This is Intentional Conversations with Robin May and friends. Hey, sis, one more thing before we get started. Listen, a few years ago, I started asking women to define what happiness means to them. And when I tell you, I was shocked how hard it was for women to put into words their happiness. And the truth is, I could relate to it, girl. Life can sometimes get so crazy that it's hard to be clear on what happiness looks like and feels like to you. And so with that in mind, I created the absolutely free five-day Define Your Happy Challenge. I am on a mission to help 1,000 women define their happy. So if you're ready to get clear about what makes you happy, head on over to defineyourhappy.com. Okay, that's it for real now, y'all. Let's get started with this week's episode. Hey girl, it's life coach and licensed therapist Robin May and the host of Intentional Conversations with Robin May and friends. Listen, if you are coming here for the very first time, I am just so thrilled to meet you and I hope we can become fast friends, girl. I'm so happy you're here. And if you've already been rocking with me on this brand new journey, this podcast, I'm so happy that you are back. I don't take it for granted and I want to respect your time. So I just wanted to come and make sure you knew what was taking place in this episode. All right, so our last episode, I had my girl, one of my best friends, Dr. Tara Jenkins, and we really talked about a lot, dove into a lot during that first part of our conversation, and we're picking up, going into it in this conversation coming up right now. If you missed it, please go back and listen to it, but a few nuggets, a few takeaways. During our first conversation, girl, we talked about the B word. Yeah, boundaries. You know how hard it is for us as women to set boundaries. So we talked about what that looks like, how that conversation can sound, the baby steps you can take in setting boundaries. We also talked about how so many of us are repeating patterns or we're trying not to repeat patterns and it causes us to create a life that at this point may not be serving us. So what do we have to do? Girl, you may have to rebrand your life. Coming up now, we're going to talk about the other B word, balance. Girl, is it even possible to balance it all? I'm going to give you a sneak peek to the answer. Not the way you think. It is not possible the way you think. You're going to have to get you some help, girl. And so we're talking about balance. We're talking about the fact that you are enough in the many roles you play, in the many hats that you wear. Girl, you are enough. 
listen, this is a real girlfriend conversation. We are tickled, we are laughing, we are having a good time, and we are inviting you in. So can you do me a favor? If this conversation encourages you, if you have questions for me, if it blesses you, can you do me a favor? Can you comment? Can you DM me on Instagram, Robin May Online? Can you rate the podcast? Can you leave a review? I want to amplify this conversation so as many women can hear it. All right, girl, I'm not going to keep you any longer. Let's go ahead and listen to this conversation. Okay, so let me ask you this. So we're going to transition to this course, still talking about moms, martyrs, martyrs, and mental health. When you think about tea, mom's trying to balance it all and we hear that all the time i'm trying to balance it all girl there is this again you don't be on social media you be on social media though but there's this meme <laughs> that says i'm trying to keep my eyebrows done drink my water start a business <laughs> make sure my kid don't fail make sure that i'm intimate with my man and i'm about wore out so yeah. when you think about and you because you talk to a lot of women and they're telling you i'm trying to balance it all what do you say to that you know um I had a very informal conversation early in my marriage that was like life-changing. And there's a pastor's wife in Jacksonville, Florida. Shout out to Lady Narlene. Hey, Lady Narlene. <laughs> she is amazing. And if you know her, tag her and tell her to watch this. <laughs> and she said um, she had a very outgoing, has a very outgoing husband as well. That would be like, invited people over everybody could watch the game and then she would feel like it was up to her to make sure it's catered and all yeah, this yeah. and it was very short notice and she was like i had to begin to hand off some of those responsibilities to get some help mm. or someone to help me do certain things yes. because if you always do what anybody could do mm. then you will never get to that list of what only you can do I thought I made that up. You told me that. I thought. I remember you Nile told me McLaughlin, that. Potter's House, Jacksonville, Florida. I remember you I said told that Chick Fil A. It was like, oh, let's just go grab some lunch before church. I'm gonna get this out okay, of here. Okay, I'm sorry. gonna mess up the microphone. Oh, but T, T, you told me you said Robin. She, there's a list of things that I cannot delegate. The things you cannot delegate. Girl, do you remember you told, in all this time, I've been thinking I made that up. <laughs> Is that you a diagnosis that. when you think you made up something? Yes. So because I wrote off. <laughs> It is a diagnosis, and I'm gonna tell you what it is because I meant to bring it. So every guest, every guest is gonna have to tell me what color they are, oh. and I'm gonna make them wear the um, the little color ribbon thing. I didn't bring it to you for you, but I'm gonna show it to y'all because no, I'm red and I'm yellow. You're yellow. Yeah. We'll, we don't have nothing yellow, so just know she's yellow and I'm red. And red needs recognition, even if you gotta make something up. Okay, so T though, okay, so, so, so there's a list. So let's say we will make a physical list, yeah. right, of our lives. And there are things that you do on a daily basis on your schedule that anybody could do, right? Yes. Someone else could fold the laundry, someone else could pick up a child, maybe yeah. that's trusted, right? And then there are things that only you could do that you were specifically created to do, that you were like knit together to do yes and if you are spent like depleted doing this list then you never get to that list right and so i think when i first started 
telling people that they thought, of course, if you could afford yes. to have help, we would have help. But it's not always about affordability. Sometimes it's about creativity, right? Yeah. It could be like having someone who you're mentoring help you out with some things. You know, I'm, and of course you have your steps to make sure these people are trusted. Yes, people absolutely. that you can let into your inner circle, your space, your house. But like, what are those things so good that you could delegate? Now, I'm not talking about like the control freak who's like, if I don't mop it, it wasn't yeah. mop. Or if I don't vacuum, we won't have those lines in the carpet yeah, that yeah. I don't know how people do. <laughs> Do you know how to do lines? I do. No, you do not. I do. But like, literally, there are some few rooms with carpet nowadays. I know. But yeah, anyway. we got carpet and I know how to do it. Okay. I, I'll so, show you. <laughs> I want to know. I don't want to know. I, I want to know a lot, but I don't want to know how to put the lines in the should be like a segment at the end of each one. I don't want to know. I don't want to know. <laughs> when I, have that I know segment. I have to cook three things. And you don't want to like, <laughs> my husband can cook. See, I don't know that you've ever cooked it, but I ain't no, never you... cooked nothing for you either. <laughs> well, there's that hamburger helper. helper. <laughs> okay, I my husband can cook like a grandmother. Like, I don't even think I could Because he made to cook. me some um, grits and shrimp. shrimp okay, okay, okay. So that was so good. So okay. I want, if you are that woman who's trying to um, balance it all, and I'm going to tell you this story too. I don't know if I've told you this. This is something that I'm going to preach soon. Mm -hmm. But when I had one of my many surgeries, this last surgery that I had, I remember that I just, I think it stuck with me because I love this doctor. She's so cute and young and I was trying to marry her off, but she had a man. So anyway, I was at the she hospital. She actually is always trying to keep it. So I am. Situation. So I was at the hospital mm -hmm. too, and the, the nurses were in there doing all the stuff that they had to do. You know, the surgery we both had. Mm -hmm. So the nurses were in there. I should you not tell your business it. like that. You Why am I telling your business? We, we're here now. It's, it's Robin May and Friends. <laughs> exclusive when things. I had, here's an exclusive story. When we both had our hysterectomy two, six months apart. Right. I don't know how that happened. Our lives always align no matter what's going it's on. so crazy. It is. Okay, so when I had my hysterectomy, girl, the nurses were in there taking, it was like three or four nurses taking care of all this stuff, wiping me down, taking my temperature, taking my blood pressure. The doctor comes in, stands at the door, crosses her, show, her arms and says, you good? You need anything? Because they'll take care of you. How you feel? And just ask me some questions with her arms folded at the door. And when she finished, she left so that she could be ready to do what but she was another for the surgery. And that hit me so hard because you know what I would have been doing? I'm trying to take your temperature. I'm trying to take your uh, <laughs> blood pressure. I'm trying to pull your blood and go in there and do the surgery. And I was so glad mm -hmm. that she was focused on oh, what just... only she had to do yes and so i think that's the message like we have to figure out we have to get clear on what are those things that yeah. we need to do and there are some things married ladies you can't delegate okay and there are even some moments with our children that yeah. we can't delegate and so your advice to women would be to find some people yes that you can trust which is hard it yes. is hard and that takes time yes and it could be even friends, you know, maybe you and some friends could, and I've heard about this, that friends take turns babysitting. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, like, and this weekend is my weekend and this weekend is next. I'm so glad we are out of that stage, girl. That babysitting, I mean, I'm not all the way out. I never like, are we? Because I was like, can my 18 year old and 14 year old stay home alone? I was like, 
Nah, who is gonna? You, <laughs> but you if can't... I was talking to somebody else, I would think it sounded crazy. Her, no, you're crazy. Cause Paris, no, Paris could stay at home by herself and take care of me and you. I agree, but it was going to be an overnight situation. I don't know how I feel about that. And because we live in a place where we don't have a lot of community around us. That's true. If like, I always think happen. of the emergency part. She could do it if somebody was in the city, yes. if there was an emergency. Right. I'm with you. That was yeah. a good parenting decision. Thank you. <laughs> Gold star for Marcus. <laughs> but if, if it was somebody in the city, yes. yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay, so, all right, so let me ask you the next question. I hope you guys are enjoying this conversation. Listen, please invite your friends. If you're watching this on YouTube, you got to hit something like like it, comment, because that's how it moves up the algorithm. If you're listening to this on the podcast, can you rate it for me? That's what you're supposed to do. Rate it for me. Okay, so we are about to wrap up our conversation, but I hope you guys have really taken some nuggets. Okay, T, one of the things that you and I talk about, and this is really supposed to be the heartbeat of our conversation, I am so passionate about women and especially moms for this conversation. We're turning back to the center stage of their own life. So many of us have allowed our understudy to take center stage and we are literally behind the rope or behind the curtain, peeking out, watching other people take center stage of our life. And I think that happens a lot for mothers. And you are in that place, you're in this murky place where you're just about to be an empty nester. You have four more years before, girl, I'm jealous. Oh my goodness, it sounds crazy to hear, but it's like, it's not like this lifting, like you're no longer a mom, right? Like you said, right. it doesn't end, it evolves. Yeah. So, girl, but I, I have. Nine. This is ridiculous. I have nine more I'm years. I'm going to tell you a quote I heard. It says, the days are long, but the years are short. Yes. And it feels That's like so it just true. starts speeding up. Because you have four years. Okay. So you're knocking at being an empty nester. And we've been talking and, you know, we share very vulnerably with each other, but I want to have a little vulnerability here. Can you relate to that, to, the, to, to mothers or women in general? needed to come back to the center stage of their own life. Okay, so I was um, talking to someone for 23 years. I was, I was called pastor's wife, right, in this world where I took on a lot of responsibilities um, at a season. And so there were a lot of things that I started mm -hmm. during a season, right? So um, the church where we were serving, they didn't have a dance ministry, you know, we love dance. So I started dance ministry. They didn't have a women's ministry. So I started the women's ministry. Uh, they didn't have Zumba. So we started Zumba. Like I had all yes. these things, right? Then each time I had a child, oh, yes. I gave one of those things up. Yeah. So um, there was not a praise team when we got there, right? There was just deacons doing devotion. So we did deacon devotion, then praise team. So I was on the first praise team. So when I had my first child, I gave up the praise team. So mm -hmm. I, got, I got off of the praise team so I could sit in the audience and hold my chap. All right. So then um, I know when Charles was born, I gave up dance ministry. You're trying to remember what it was. With. I don't remember what happened with Paris. Paris, Paris, you're unlike any child. You came on your due date. You came too She came fast. on her due date, girl. She's one of the small percentage of people that comes on their due date. And you know one thing about Paris? She does what she wants to do. 
Baby, is that that middle child thing? Let me tell you this. We got to the hospital at 3, and she came in at 4.30. They said, we're sorry, there's no time for medicine for you. There's no time. It's so nice to meet you. You've never told me this. What? because your birthday's that same week. There's no time for medicine for you. You're just going to have... Nobody chooses... Well, y'all do be choosing to have do pain. Choosing. I don't okay. choose pain. So, so anyway. Okay, so Paris is the Paris only one you don't, I don't remember. It was just a blur. But... I'm saying that to say now I'm on the other end where they are leaving the house. So I am not saying for you is going to be 18 year span, yeah. but I'm looking at my life saying there are things I can document, remember laying down that mm -hmm. I had started when I had them. Yes. So now as they leave the house, what is it that I can pick back up yes. that are still passions of mine that in this season, how can I reimagine my love for these things, yes, for I convening women, for dance, for whatever that thing yes. is. And so um, as people look at their lives, um, what is it that you can pick back up and reimagine it in your life? I love that. That is that's going to be a part of our rebranding conference that we have. Rebrand your life. Has anybody ever done a rebrand? We're going to have to. Do it, it doesn't matter because the way we do because it. Because what God has just downloaded right now, I just feel like it was an aha moment. I right? do too. Yeah, and they got to witness it. Yes, it was an organic moment. It was. And you were here for it, so you got to make sure that you're. You got to be there. It. Yeah, and we'll give. Well, we ain't gonna give you no discount. It's okay. Okay, so <laughs> we'll give you the information. We'll give you the information, but. I don't want y'all to miss that. Okay, so I will say this. So I am just, I think I resist. Motherhood might be difficult for me because I fight so hard not to lose myself. Mm -hmm. And I, I'm gonna tell y'all why. And I talked about this a little bit during episode one. I have watched Women T. I've had the privilege and the honor to be on the front row of so many people's lives as a therapist. And I've watched women when their children leave they literally are so lost mm -hmm. because all of who they were was in motherhood. And I think I have fought that so much because I didn't want that to be my story. But I will tell you this to what she said. The reality is to be an engaged and involved and intimately connected mother, there are sacrifices. Mm -hmm. Because the way I do my business now, I won't have to do it that way when I am an empty nester, right? Mm -hmm. I'll have the freedom. And so as you are trying to rediscover or reimagine, how has that journey been for you? Is it overwhelming? Is it exciting? Do you feel hesitant? Tell me a little bit about that. I'm very excited. And I see myself zooming in and having a keen eye for other women in different seasons of their lives that mm -hmm. might be similar. I'll tell you, um, Tammy Franklin, mm -hmm. she doesn't know that she's like my long distance mentor. Love you, Tammy. But I'm seeing her co-host this new show on TV. With her husband. Yes, uh -huh. like doing some Cupid stuff you would do. Uh -huh. Finding the one. <laughs> but I wonder, I don't know. Did she know that I'm going to be co-hosting TV when my kids are grown and gone? Wow. You know, who knows, wow. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I just um, am looking at different people's lives in a way that there's no one way that a life map um, says this has to be done by this age, this yes. has to be done by this age. So I'm super excited because I'm like, 
who knows? We had this thing uh, I say with my husband, ain't no telling. Because I'm like, okay, this is the plan, this is the plan, this is the plan. But you know, with you, ain't, ain't no, no telling, telling, right? Yeah. So that ain't no telling element. Like, I'm open to the wild card. I love that. Yeah. I'm so excited. Mm. I'm so excited about what God is going to do. Okay, so this is my final question. You are the author of Enoughness. That is Tara's second book or third? Mm, we can say third. Okay. <laughs> you know what? I have some devotionals. You yes. know, it's, yeah. But okay, so an, and it has been translated in Spanish, baby. Yes. That's so exciting to I me. Super excited. That's a big deal. To women me. going through this, and they just went through it, didn't they? Were you there? No, it's I, I did the launch, and it's actually happening right now while we're recording. They're on week two of a six-week study. Now let's be clear, because again, I'm gonna get my credit. Our church, Transforming Faith Church, did it first. We did it. Okay, did but it first. We did, did it first, baby. First. <laughs> okay, and but. So you are the author of Enoughness. Where can they find it? It's on Amazon or at tarajenkinsonline.com. And let me tell you this. I have had clients, I've encouraged clients to buy the book so that we can walk through it together because this conversation or this movement of helping women understand that they, not just women, but I'm talking to women, to help women know that they are enough. How would you tie that into this journey of motherhood? Because I find that we compare ourselves so much. We don't know how our children are going to turn out. It just feels so overwhelming. So when you talk about enoughness, share with us a little bit about that message and what you would say to moms. So in my book, Enoughness, I go through six stages of enoughness. And I believe that no matter where you find yourself in life, you go through these six stages of enoughness, moments of feeling like you're never enough to knowing that you've had enough. It's in you what you need yes. to do what you have to do. To knowing that you're enough already and you are double meaning already, A-L-L, ready to do and face what you have to face in this season. And so for mothers, I believe that you have to know that you're mom enough, right? Yes. That the creator created you knowing that you would be the mom of this child. Yes. And yes. our friend Lori Wilhite yes. often says, love the child you have not the one you thought you would have oh i love that not the one you wish you had love the child you have so as you love the child you have know that your mom enough for those distinct challenges for yes. those distinct things that you know yes. about your child and there's some things that i feel like as mothers we are the only ones that know these details yes. which means that we have the power to pray about these specific things Absolutely. like nobody else. So you're mom enough, mom enough to handle the challenges, mom enough to be there for the victories. Yes. And even when you feel like you're not enough, know that your creator chose you to be the mom of this child. I love that. And I needed to hear that as I am in literally the midst of motherhood and mothering teen girl, my God. Girl, can we all just take a deep breath? Because mother and teen girls, it's nothing like it, baby. I don't know about teen boys. How how is that difficult or is it different? Right now it's a little quiet. I'm trying to pull out information, yeah. right? So, and again, this goes with each child having come in here with a different personality, yes. right? And so my oldest can be an oversharer, even if it's delayed oversharing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> my my middle, she decides it's a little double dutch going on. She jump in with me, and then she jump out. 
this youngest boy team is like he went on mute and i'm just like trying to pry like tell me details yes so the best I can do is to not interrupt him enough for him to have a not conversation. <laughs> have another conversation with somebody else, another sibling, another friend in front of me. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so right now that's how I'm gathering my information. So, so puzzle. I love, I love it. And so we are mom enough. And listen, mom you enough. may be parenting adult children and you may even be looking back wishing you had done some things differently and what we want to know is tell you is that God redeems he really does redeem we're all trying to figure it out and you are mom enough well I hope you have enjoyed this conversation T thank you so much for being my very first guest my very first guest I'm so excited listen if this blessed you if this helped you can you let me know can you leave a comment can you dm me on instagram robin may online you can follow dr tara at dr tara jenkins and we would love to connect with you thank you for being with us we'll talk to you soon stay tuned for the rebrand your life event bye y'all I hope you enjoyed this episode of Intentional Conversations with Robin May and friends. Listen, these conversations are to help you live intentionally, fully engaged, to help you elevate not just what you do, but who you are. And listen, I am committed to being in the trenches with you. If you haven't already, make sure you head on over to youcanlivelife.com slash academy. Yes, girl, the Academy doors are open. This is where you get to dive into further conversations on our podcast topics. We get to dive into the trenches of the life course, the course that I have created to help you create the life that you long for. And we get to have monthly office hours where you can ask me any questions you have about all of this. Girl, Life Academy is where we can do life together. So head on over to youcanlivelife.com slash academy.